There's a Will Ferrell film. Most Will Ferrell films are rather, rather stupid and kind of childish. Uh, but there's one particular one uh, that's more of a, a dramatic, there's some comedy elements to it, but it's a little bit more of a dramatic role. It's called Stranger Than Fiction. And the premise is that uh, he plays this character who is an IRS agent, who is basically an accountant, who works with numbers all day. And the dude's super boring. He wears the same thing every day. He's, he's just like, but he, he begins to realize that he's hearing a voice. And it's narrating everything that he's doing. And like scares the living daylight. He's like, what, who is this? Like, what, what is going on? And he comes to find out that he's a character in a novel. <laughs> and, like, so he has to come with grips. Am I real? Am I not real? And, like, it, it's, it's this kind of, like, surreal thing because he ends up meeting the author. And the author is, like, terrified because what she's writing is coming true. <laughs> like, like, this guy is actually, like, um, but it's, it's this kind of fascinating story of, like, Okay, do I write my own story? And it, it, it spurs that question on. And the answer to that question is no. I, I don't write my own story, nor am I the main character of my own story. But rather, we, by God's mercy and his grace and his love for us, get to participate in his story. That's what we hear John the Baptist say. John the Baptist was a rock star. Dude had long hair, he had the beard, he probably hadn't bathed in quite a while. Right? Three things that rock stars do. And all of the countryside of Judea and all of Jerusalem was coming to visit them, him. That was approximately a hundred to two hundred thousand people were going to get baptized by John. Now if 100 or 200,000 people were coming to visit me. <laughs> How easy like our head would get if like everybody and and the thing is is that he didn't have disciples baptizing anyone. He was baptizing every single person. Which means that they were coming in and he was baptizing them one after another in the river Jordan. And yet when he speaks, what does he say? He says, one mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. That's something that a slave would do. And he says, I'm not even worthy to do that. He recognizes that he is not the main character. that he gets to participate in the story of Christ. Now, when I said that, 
a little bit earlier when I said you are not the main character. I bet you, for many of you, like myself, when I, at the, at the vigil mass, when I was preparing, like the whole before the, the homily, I'm like, I don't want to preach this because I don't want to hear this. Like how, how it's so easy for us to kind of get, because all we have is our own point of view, our own two eyes and what we experience and, and everything. It's easy for us to kind of believe that lie that, that we are the main character. But part of the celebration of the Mass is to remind us of who the main character is and that he draws all to himself. That even though we're not the main character, we are not a forgotten background character either. I don't know how familiar you are with movies and the structure of the way films work. When they have the credits of a film, they have the names of the people who had speaking parts. And they had a character name because they had a speaking part, like guard number two. But you had hundreds, maybe even thousands, depending on the film, of, of people that did not have a speaking part that were in the film. They're called extras. And they're not named in the film. They might get 100 bucks for the work that they did, depending on what they did. They had to get put up in makeup. I hope they got more than 100 bucks. But uh, uh, that was it. See, we're not extras to Christ either. We all have speaking parts. But the speaking part is always in service of the main character. So I invite you, as you come up to receive Christ in the Eucharist today, and he gives his very self to you, And he says, I want you to be part of my story. Give away all of that pride, all of that desire for control, all of the lies that say that we need to engineer our own story. And let him write it. When I've been able to do that, and when I've read about saints who have been able to do that, there is no greater feeling of freedom than in that. Because all of the anxiety of trying to get everything perfect fades away. Because I don't have to make anything perfect. The one who is perfect will make everything perfect. To me, that's worth it.